beautiful is your Audio Beauty Brunch Table? A source for conversations on all things skincare, makeup, fashion, styling, health and wellness, and general female fun. Brought to you by two women with over 20 years of friendship. So grab your girlfriends, pour a mimosa, and let's get boldly beautiful. Good morning, guys. Welcome to another episode of Boldly Beautiful. I'm Jen. And I'm Candice. And we are here to talk about fun, fashion, wellness, skincare, all the things. All the things. All right. So we are revisiting acne this episode. So if you guys remember part one of our series, and this is going to turn into a three part series just because we have a ton of information to share and we don't want to overwhelm you um but this part two series on acne is going to be talking a little bit more on inflammation and the role it plays in acne formation and triggering that acne response because i feel like that's a lot of the questions that i get yes um so I guess we're jumping right into this. I sure. Just, I just kind of want to jump right in today. <laughs> I just kind of ran into it. You guys missed out. We I have actually we're back recording at Candace's house today, and legit, we looked at the clock and we we're like, oh crap, we better get started because we've spent the last hour catching up on things and talking business. So we didn't hit record before but, yeah, we started yeah. catching up with each other. <laughs> I know. But some of those things, you know, we don't even realize that we're starting to go in that mode until it's like, oh, that would have been awesome to record that whole conversation. <laughs> but um Well, we were kinda of talking about business things. That is true. I don't think people cared about you know our I content just... calendars <laughs> and how and we're frustrated. What works freaking facebook that's uh, all i have to say but anyway hey, okay. you could share with the audience your news about why you feel so crappy right now oh my gosh because it was freaking leg day at the gym okay so shout out to julia weitzel with witness training she is a bulldog of a trainer and she actually did a friend of mine's transformation um, and she looks amazing, who is incidentally also your neighbor. Yes. So <laughs> what a small world. But um, anyway, I finally realized after the last few years of not necessarily taking care of my body the way I want it to, that I just need to pay someone a shit ton of money to tell me what to do <laughs> so I don't have to think about it. To be mean to you. Well, here's the thing. Honestly, like... I do not have the brain space right now to really devote completely to going to the gym and deciding what workout to do and how much weight and how many reps and what to eat. Like I legitimately need someone. I, all I want to worry about is getting dressed and showing up. Yeah. I just want that to be the only thing I have to think about, especially early in the morning. And I just want to go and she's fantastic she kicks my ass but this is gonna be another explicit episode isn't it <laughs> my mouth man our last I'm explicit sorry. episode got so much feedback <laughs> and it know, was everybody that was and it was positive the, everybody that was coming in the office was like man i'm not about the snakes either and i'm like yes you get me <laughs> you are my people 
people so, secretly love explicit content. I guess I need to be more careful about it though, because I feel like people don't think I love Jesus as much as I do when I cuss <laughs> as much as I do. I gotta work on that, but it's the nurse in me. But anyway, okay, so yes, Julia is amazing, and she kicked my butt this morning. It was leg day, and I almost called you from my car because <laughs> you guys don't know this, but. Candace's bedroom is down in the basement of her house, which is amazing because it's a whole living space down here, but um, it required stairs. Yeah. Which... And going downstairs, which I always feel <laughs> Y'all, when you're sore going yes. down, why is going down worse than going I don't up? know. I was so shaky though, and my legs are legitimately jello. Thank you, Jules. Um, that I was gripping your handrail with both hands and like taking <laughs> one step at a time, like a newborn baby deer. And then when we got to the very bottom where there wasn't a handrail for the, like the, she literally had to hold my hand while I went down the last like four steps. <laughs> and you had a gr- death grip I on did. me. I was afraid like my legs were going to give out underneath me. Felt like your toddler. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, he does better than you did. Shut up. <laughs> I almost just sat down on my butt and just scooted down that way. And I was like, no. That's how he goes down. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He's got the right idea. <laughs> he also has the lower center of gravity. Though. Right. Okay. So back to topic at hand. Okay. So Acne. we can talk about inflammation yes. now. Yes. Um, so let's talk about um, how inflammation really reacts with your skin and especially specifically to acne prone skin because if you remember in part one of our acne series I said that acne is not caused by diet by hygiene or by lifestyle factors right right Um, and those are myths and I kind of set it up a little bit um, for some questions because I did get some questions on social media. So oh, cool. here's the, the thing is while acne is not caused by those things, it's not that you're taking crappy care of your skin. It's not that you're eating poorly and it's not, um, you know, your lifestyle factors, so to speak, those things do contribute to inflammation. And inflammation is to acne what Batman is to Robin. Or Robin is to Batman. I'm not sure how that works. I guess Robin to Batman. Batman comes first. Yes. Yes. So um, that inflammation is the sidekick to acne. So while you have to pretty much have a genetic predisposition to have that increased oil production we talked about, that increased skin cell shedding, which I have to say really slow, otherwise I curse again, Um, (laughs) and extra stickiness of those skin cells, that is what causes acne. If you have inflammation coming in from those other factors, lifestyle, diet, or hygiene, then that's where you run into double trouble. So while um, it's kind of a double-edged sword because those things don't cause acne, it can make your acne worse or it can trigger a acne breakout. Not everything is a trigger for every person though. And that's kind of where you've got to really pay attention to what is 
making your breakouts better and worse when it comes to those things. While we're working with you and you need a specific kind of quote unquote prescription product regimen that is tailored and customized to your skin type, to your Fitzpatrick type, to where you are in your clearing program, these other things are things that you can be working on at home to really figure out how to calm down that inflammation to begin with. And the analogy, because you know your girl loves a good analogy. I love your analogies. <laughs> they teach me things. Yes. They yes. make me feel safe and warm. You know, the funny thing is I don't even remember when I started using analogies, but I literally use them all the time. Mm -hmm. I don't think, I think if you told me to go a day without using an analogy, right. I would be sunk. Like I better not just speak <laughs> at all. But um, anyway, the analogy I give with inflammation is like, if you think of a mosh pit at a concert, right? And you've ordered a drink and the cocktail waitress is carrying your drink on a tray when that mosh pit is slammed and just super crowded and it's elbow to elbow and standing room only, like she cannot get to you to get you your drink, yes. right? It makes it very, very difficult. Well, all those extra bodies are what inflammation is to your cells. So it's crowding those pores. Mm. It's really crowding um, the ability for your actives. So your exfoliating serums, your active... Um, face wash or toner or whatever we've got going for you to help exfoliate those extra dead skin cells or to help control that extra oil production can't get to the pores where it needs to go because all that extra swelling and inflammation in the skin around those pores and those cells mm -hmm. are so inflamed and angry they're like the big muscly guys that are in the mosh pit that can't let the, you the know, waitress through. through. Hmm. Whereas if you can calm down that inflammation by recognizing what foods trigger inflammation in you, by cooling down the skin with icing, um, by avoiding certain lifestyle things like this one's going to be a hard one for people, but like avoiding super long, excessively hot showers. Um, Shut your dirty mouth. I know. I know. That's a hard one for people. We love hey, long, hot showers. Listen, at least it's summertime and I'm not airing this in the dead of winter. That's when, true. like, legitimately, that is our only savior, saving grace for right. Monday. Right? Is a long, hot shower. But, um, you know, certain foods like dairy and gluten and sugary processed foods, like, Anything that increases that inflammatory process in your body is adding more bodies to the mosh pit. You're making it more difficult for the skincare regimen that we've prescribed you and have the ingredients that your skin needs to take care of those three factors that have been handed to you by your genetics and have made you more acne prone, you're prohibiting those things from getting to where they can do their job. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay, so I have a question. Yes. Because this is all making me think about, so different levels, because mm -hmm. people have different levels sure. of inflammation. Okay. Yep. And so, especially being a skincare specialist who has seen hundreds of faces over uh -huh. the years, what at what level of inflammation should we be start to become concerned that your skincare products are not making it through because it goes all the way from people who just have some 
mild redness, mm -hmm. which mm -hmm. is clearly from sure. some slight inflammation, sure. particularly around the blood vessels. And right. so it's causing that extra pink for their skin to appear pink or mm -hmm. full on the red cheeks that mm -hmm. some people have all the way up to like a grade three or grade four cystic acne where it is actually redness and whelping built up on the skin mm -hmm. and it's clearly just they they are drowning sure. in the mosh pit yes to go back to yes. the <laughs> to the analogy so like what level there what are the different levels of like um skincare penetration that they sure. would be having okay so kind of a complex answer to this because inflammation or your inflammatory markers can technically only be measured so to speak by lab tests and blood tests like you have certain inflammatory markers that will show up on blood tests and that kind of tells somebody how inflamed you are internally that being said you know that a person is severely inflamed when their skin starts to manifest that yeah just because if it has reached the level from the inside out, your inflammatory um, processes and that whole cascade that's systemically affecting you, like I'm not talking about an inflammation to an injury, right? That's a localized mm -hmm. reaction that, that your body is doing to protect you and it is necessary and it is needed. I'm talking about systemic inflammation where your entire body is experiencing um, the swelling and just the poor efficiency of your blood circulation and your cellular activity mm -hmm. and your cellular regeneration. Mm -hmm. That's what we're talking about here. And by the time that has made itself evident to your skin, you're already at a pretty high level of inflammation. Mm -hmm. If we're seeing it on your skin, then in this is in not, any form. Well, I mean, honestly, if you've got a grade four level acne, I mean, you're a little bit more inflamed than somebody that has some rosy cheeks. Yeah. Because also the rosy cheeks could be slightly genetically, you know, evidenced by like some rosacea in mm -hmm. someone's familial history or. Um, they may just have some sensitized skin due to a damaged barrier. You know mm, what I mean? So right. that, that one's a little bit harder. But when you're looking at um, severely irritated, easily angered skin, and you know what I'm talking about. You get in the treatment room and like you haven't done anything but a gentle wash and right. their skin is so angry at you. That is some pretty hardcore inflammation. Yep. And I have zero scientific, you know, disclaimer here. I have zero scientific evidence of saying like what percentage of your actives are actually getting to you. But I would say like if you have that reactive skin that just anything makes it mad and you have done the steps to restore a barrier and it truly is an inflammation area, I would guess at least 50% of your actives aren't getting to mm. the source. Yeah. I mean, it just kind of logically to me, if you're that reactive, like your skin is doing more to keep things out because it's so inflamed and angry and it's trying to work on its inside. And it's like, whoa, like we've got enough stuff going on inside the house. We can't deal with right. visitors right now. Yeah. Right. Like a really, 
you know, dysfunctional family and then you're going to have more dysfunctional family over for Thanksgiving. Like, you're like, no, I am not hosting. We have enough crap going on in our own house. We cannot take in more dysfunction. Yes. And I feel like that's kind of, you know, what our skin is saying. So, like I said, no scientific, you know, based number on that percentage, just my personal kind of logical thinking. But... Um, so let's talk about how to combat that. Number one, I would say first and foremost, if um, you want to see the best results, look at your diet first. Um, really make sure you're drinking that water to flush out those toxins because if you have unhealthy skin cells at the core, they're not going to do a good job clearing out that inflammation anyway. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So like keep those cells flushed out with a lot of water and I get it I'm struggling myself like Julia has me drinking 1.25 gallons of water a day and I told her today I was like I'm really struggling yeah like I'm doing much better I've cut out everything but water but still you know that's a lot yeah I get it you feel like you're gonna float away yeah but at the very least like your old standby the eight glasses of water 64 ounces can do so much in flushing out the toxins and the waste that your body is designed to be filtering and getting out like our bodies are miraculous things they I'm going to get some hate here, and I know we have our differing opinions on this, but I don't feel like you need a cleanse. You don't need a detox tea or something to fully, like, that's what your internal organs are doing on a regular basis, but you have to support those organs Mm -hmm. to get them to do it efficiently. Mm -hmm. Um, So water first, and then second, like cut out as much sugar and processed food as you can. That's also a struggle because you're feeding your brain's chemicals and neurotransmitters with sugar and refined foods. We've all seen the documentaries. It increases the dopamine in your brain chemical structure. Like it actually creates an addiction to it. So. 100% I'm with you that's how I've gotten to where I am as far as like needing to to get back in shape and get my body fed right is because I've spent several years off the wagon and totally addicted to sugar so um, it's hard and it stinks and it sucks but if you can just make the commitment like for the first week or two it's terrible but then it's like you break the habit you know, and you can start feeling your body working better and processing better. And you'll notice your skin, you know, after a little bit of a purge process, um, starts to clear up quite a bit too. And then dairy. We know dairy, especially with the hormones that they're using to fatten the cows to produce more milk or more meat and Mm -hmm. all of these things that, um, antibiotics and all of these things that they're using to give us more efficient ways to eat we're sacrificing kind of the quality Quality. of it and those same hormones and antibiotics that they're putting into animals I mean when you eat that animal you're eating what that animal ate so you've got to kind of 
take that into consideration. And I'm not even saying like it has to be 100% organic. It has to be this or that. I'm just saying, you know, dairy is a lot of people are intolerant to it without even realizing it. And they've never gone as a period of time long enough to really allow their body to take a break from that to realize how good they could feel. Right. Like they may not feel like they're they're feeling bad, but they cut out something for 30 days mm -hmm. and then they're like, oh, I didn't even know I could feel this good. You're yeah. not going to feel that up front. Like, let's just be clear on that. Yeah. But um, it does get better and you'll realize, oh, I was really actually feeling like shit and I didn't even know it, mm -hmm. you know? So, and not, dairy's not that for everybody, but I will say when it comes to my acne clients that are genetically predisposed to acne, like, they see a big difference when they cut out on dairy yep. and sugar and processed food. Um, and then the gluten, and, you know, I know you've been gluten-free and kind of paleo um, for a long time now, but a lot of my clients that still haven't seen the progress that they need to see, they find that when they cut out the grains and the gluten, that maybe there was some gut issue there and some intolerance there that was showing up on their skin. Because our skin, again, is an organ of our body. So when something is dysfunctional in our body, we're gonna eventually see it on our skin if we don't fix it. Right. And if it's something that you've struggled with a long time and you're doing things and have the actives that are designed to control those three factors we talked about before with oil production, excess skin cells, and the stickiness of those skin cells, then really it's about fixing what's in the gut next. And then looking at lifestyle factors, things like, you know, are you changing your pillowcase often enough or are you just rubbing your face into more dead skin cells from the night before? Um, one tip I give my acne clients is, you know, just purchase three or four pillowcases and put a new pillowcase on your pillow, sleep on it, the next night flip it so you're still on a clean pillowcase surface mm -hmm. without having to change it the next day change it and that keeps you from feeling like you're having to change it every single day but you're still putting your face on a clean surface every night yeah um i feel like i'm talking really fast but i'm trying to like cram a whole <laughs> bunch of information into this segment um and then other things like fabric softener so the sheets that you put in the dryer a lot of the times that is coming from animal fat that like slippery you know feeling on mm. is actually animal fat and while it's a small amount you're drying your clothes and your pillowcases with that and then you're rubbing your face on it so little things like that I did that not can, know that mm -hmm. yep animal fat whoa craziness um, in the summertime, chlorine's a big one. So chlorine can, while it does dry you out, um, it still can create an inflammatory process with your skin cells. Chlorine is a chemical and your body reacts to that. Yeah. So if you're a lifeguard or you're in the pool every single day and you're not seeing that clearing, that could be an issue for you. And then, um, gosh, just hygiene as far as are you specifically using 
a cleanser in the morning and at night? Or are you skipping that because you think, well, I washed my face last night. I'm going to get up and just splash some water on because mm-hmm. I didn't do anything but sleep. Right. But you have to remember your body is going through its reparation process overnight and its restoration process. You're shedding those skin cells. Some of those are sloughing off. So you legitimately do have all of that gunk on your face. And I won't even go into the little dust mites and things that happen in the night that Mm -hmm. we don't want to think about or know about. Because I'll say one day I woke up with a spider bite and I'm not, you know, the mere thought of, you know, that crawling on my face in the middle of the night and me not even knowing it. Like, yeah, yeah, it's freaky. Yeah. That could go back on that um, spa episode. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, those kind of things can totally play into increasing the inflammation, which like we talked about before to bring it back to that story is just crowding more bodies in Mm -hmm. that mosh pit Mm -hmm. and making it more difficult for things to get to you and for you to get out because our whole idea is to get all that gunk out from underneath your skin and then keep it from accumulating in the first place. So that's kind of how inflammation plays a role in acne and that even though it doesn't cause it, it certainly can trigger or activate it um, or make a breakout worse Mm -hmm. than it would need to be. So we um, have a whole inflammation episode where we talk about anti-inflammatory foods that you could eat um all of that good stuff we'll make a note and put that episode number in the show notes so people can can go back and refer back to that or you can do i mean google is your friend not always in the medical world but (laughs) you know you can do a safe search on anti-inflammatory foods, but basically your green leafy veggies, your Mm -hmm. um, healthy nuts and things like that, like healthy fats are going to be good for you. Zinc is a great anti-inflammatory. Omega fatty acids are a great anti-inflammatory. B5 is a great anti-inflammatory as far as supplements. Probiotics, make sure your gut is in good health. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're on an antibiotic, make sure you're really, you know, supporting your microbiome and your gut health and that flora in your, um, in your intestines with a good probiotic, whether that's yogurt or a supplement, however you prefer to do it, but it is important. So I have a question. Shoot. That's something that's come up a lot in some of my skincare client appointments is why with, and this is more of like when you have a mild breakout Mm -hmm. situation, why are people prone to get acne in different zones of the face? Is there reasoning behind that? Like it's a type of acne or is that genetics? Because some people have beautiful noses Mm -hmm. and it's all in the forehead. Mm -hmm. Some people have beautiful skin but the nose is covered in right blackheads some right, people right. only break out around their chin and their jawline mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what is what's the meaning there so there is a whole and this is kind of the cool part about combining our worlds a little bit of western medicine and eastern medicine mm-hmm. because there is a tie to kind of being able to 
pinpoint a little bit. It's not 100%, 100% of the time, but largely in part, you can tell that where that breakout is happening can be um, significant to what parts of the body or parts of their lifestyle might be triggering something. So, um, for example, along the jawline is largely hormonal. Mm -hmm. So if you see a lot in really that deep cystic acne is also a sign of hormonal changes right. and differences and things that can be triggering that. Um, alcohol use or dehydration in general can be a large part of like the, the nose area. Oh. But then you can also kind of, this one's a little bit tougher because we all um, just by nature of our human bodies have larger pores on our nose because the larger the pore, the more oil you typically produce. Um, that's a genetic thing. We talked about that in our first acne episode and our nose is our most central feature on our face. So by and large, we were designed that way as human beings so that it could kind of centrally deposit that oil along the face as a protective measure of our skin barrier. And so that's why sometimes you'll see people with beautiful skin, but their noses are, mm -hmm. you know, the large, like you said, covered in blackheads or something like that. Um, just by nature of that's where you're producing the most oil. Right. And that can be a little bit more difficult to pay attention to, or that's an area that we touch a lot. You know things like that cheeks a lot of times I call them tech breakouts because we're you know using our phones or we're touching our faces mm -hmm. to things mm -hmm. a whole lot of times um, with that even though more now it's texting more than talking on the phone but yeah. you know you still have those things that rub up against the face and um, I'll find a face chart that kind of goes over a large because there's one for dairy and there's one for yep. like your gut and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So we'll find a chart and load that on our social media the day that this posts too. But um, yeah, those can totally be a clue as to what kind of factors could be impacting you or causing a breakout that's a little bit worse or you've done everything right and you can't figure it out. That yeah. can kind of be a little clue to help us figure it out but it's not always a hundred percent so you got to kind of take that with a with a grain of salt a little bit okay but that's good yeah great information today yeah all right well i have to pee so we've got oh my god this. me too it's it's that <laughs> gallon of water thing <laughs> Also, I'm holding our new mic. Yes. And this is getting really uncomfortable. Oh. We need a new system. We do need a new system. Do we sound better, though? We have a new mic. It's fancy. It is fancy. It's tiny but powerful. It is tiny but powerful. There's so many things we could say that about. <laughs> You're really bad. I'm not saying what I was thinking, though. But anyway. All right, guys. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you have questions for Jennifer or about anything that we talk about in the show at any time, uh, all of our contact information and ways you can find out more about us are in the show notes. But until next time. See you later. And stay boldly beautiful. Absolutely. Bye, guys. Bye.